Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. That's Toby Keith. You know, I was looking <laughs> I was looking for <laughs> Let It Snow this morning. I said, where am I going to find it? So I pulled it up on the Christmas music, and I thought, let it snow. <laughs> I bet there are 15 different Let It Snow versions available. I missed ours. Huh? Was ours in there yet, or did they ours? pull it out? Yeah, the one that we recorded. No, not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> that hasn't hit the chart yet. <laughs> Maybe later. All right, so snow is on the way. We'll talk more about that, but uh, we got to get moving. we got chores to do. It's a minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's listen to some of the morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm John Klein. The Justice Department plans to appeal a judge's ruling that former White House counsel Don McGahn must testify before the House Judiciary Committee. The ruling rejected the Trump administration's argument that McGahn didn't need to comply with a subpoena because he was an advisor to President Trump. The House Committee is investigating Trump's actions during the Russian election interference probe. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says Democrats are close to supporting the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade deal. The California Democrat yesterday said they are waiting for a final review from the U.S. Trade Representative. Pelosi says the original USMCA draft was promising, but also left American workers vulnerable to losing their jobs to Mexico. President Trump is holding a Keep America Great rally tonight in Florida. The 7 p.m. rally at the BB&T Center in Sunrise will come after a day of special guests, live music, and a voter registration drive. It'll be Trump's first major campaign rally in South Florida since changing his permanent residence from New York to the Sunshine State. The parents of the boy who was thrown off the balcony at a Minnesota mall says he's now walking perfectly. NBC's Hody Coteby says the five-year-old is back in school after months of intensive care and rehab. In April, the young boy suffered life-threatening injuries after being thrown from a third-story balcony at the Mall of America. The man who threw the boy pleaded guilty to attempted murder and was sentenced to 19 years in prison. A GoFundMe page was started to help the boy's family pay for medical bills. On Friday, the family posted on the page that the boy is now strong and happy and walking perfectly with even legs. Global car sales are expected to drop by more than $3 million this year. That's according to Fitch Ratings' economics team, which notes it would be the biggest decline since 2008. World sales in 2019 are expected to drop about $77.5 million, a 4% drop. Weakening demand in China is playing a role. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Do we ever find out what happened to the guy that uh, threw that little guy over the balcony, yeah, over the railing there at the Mall of America? He's, he's in jail, but that's... I, I wish there were other things long, that could be done to a guy Yeah, like I that. wonder how long he's in jail. But he just, what did he do, just do it for a thrill or what? Yeah, he just grabbed the kid and threw him off. Man, oh man, boy, oh boy, it takes all kinds. Yeah. You'd like to be there watching him do that because I think uh, if I'd have been there, I'd have tried to see if the guy could do the same thing. Yeah, he might have Take to a three floor fall landing. off himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that's too bad. All right, four minutes after 5 o'clock, and it's good, though, that the young man, the little guy, is back walking, walking perfectly. Good news. Four minutes after 5, we've got some weather to talk about. It's going to get a little white around this part of the country. After the problems this year, no one has to be reminded of how cruel nature can be. I'm Shannon Latham. Come drought, hail, or high water, if you plant the minimum product required, you're fully protected by Latham Seeds Replant Program. 75 bags of Latham brand corn or a 36-bag increase gets you 100% replant. And 200 units of Latham soybeans treated with Soy Shield Plus earns the same. Let's hope not, but just in case, go to LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. In search of a battery that won't let you down, even in the lowest temperatures? 
We've got you covered at America's number one battery destination. At AutoZone, we have the proven tough Duralast batteries you need to drive with peace of mind this winter. They're tested in extreme conditions, which means you can count on them to deliver when you need them most. Stop in today or visit AutoZone.com, and we'll help you find the start you're looking for. Based on data from the MPD Group Incorporated, car care track 12 months ending December 2018. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Big savings going on at the Chilson stores in Cadott and Lake Halley, the Black Friday sales event, and employee pricing plus. Tell me about it, Matt. Our Chilson stores have been proudly selling and servicing Jeeps longer than anyone in the area, and right now we also have the best selection in the Chippewa Valley. So this has to be big, right? During this event, 5500 off select inventory 2019 Jeep Cherokees, or take 6500 off select inventory 2019 Jeep Renegades. Or take up to 7000 off 2019 Jeep Grand Cherokees. You guys are nuts. 5500 off a 2019 Cherokee, 2019 Renegades for 6500 off, and 2019 Grand Cherokees for seven grand off. Sounds like a great, great deal. How about uh, third-row SUVs? Our customers can also take 8000 off a 2019 Dodge Durango during Dodge Power Days. Get great deals during the Black Friday sales event and employee pricing plus at the Chilson stores. Matt, tell us where. Always the best deal, always the best selection at our friendly Chilson family Jeep and Dodge locations in Lake Halley and Cadott. Or check us out online at ChilsonMotors.com. Let our family take care of your family. Looking at our weather forecast, going to get white in our part of the country, so if you're traveling for Thanksgiving, if you can get her done early, that's probably not a bad idea. Quiet for most of the day, but later on uh, today, this evening, it's going to start snowing and around the Eau Claire area and across, six to nine inches. Now you go north up towards Ladysmith and that part of the country, it's going to be about a foot or so is what it looks like right about now. There's a snow rain line down Black River Falls to, to La Crosse that way. We're, you know, probably going to be kind of just messy with rain and snow combined. So anywhere, be careful. Traveling is going to get tricky later on today, tonight, and uh, into uh, early part of tomorrow. Look for a high today about 39. Tonight, 32 with that snow and into snow into tomorrow with a high of 33. Partly cloudy on Thanksgiving Day, but a cool one, 31 degrees Friday a little rain-snow mix, 34 Saturday, mixed precipitation, and 38. So kind of a nasty week the rest of the week, it looks like, around here. Right now, it's 40 over Green Bay, 30 in Milwaukee, 31 in the Madison-Sun Prairie area, 35 in Marshfield and Wausau, 34 at Rice Lake, 40 in La Crosse right now, and in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area, 37 degrees, kind of breezy out there, and some winter weather moving in. We'll take a look at the morning markets brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Serving agriculture in rural America is what we do at Ag Country Farm Credit Services. And right now with mortgage rates near historic lows, combined with our customized credit options, it's a great time to give us a call. We offer long-term fixed rates with easy rate conversion options, financing from 5 to 30 years, farm debt consolidation loans with one annual payment, and returned profits through our patronage program. Stop in and see us today at Egg Country Farm Credit Services to learn more. Get your vehicle winter ready with great savings from Pomp's Tire Service. For a limited time, get up to $75 back on a set of four select Goodyear tires. Double the rebate up to $150 when you use your Goodyear credit card. Pomp's does more than just tires. From oil changes to engine diagnostics, we have your service needs covered. Looking for a career change? Visit Pomp'sTire.com for career opportunities. Get to Pomp's now and save up to $150 on Goodyear tires. We know tires. We know service. You should know Pomp's. 
Surprise medical bills are bankrupting Americans, but insurers refuse to pay their fair share. Doctors support removing patients from billing disputes. Tell Congress to stand with doctors and patients. Paid for by Doctor Patient Unity. And a country farm credit bringing us the early morning look at the markets on a Tuesday morning. And Scott, cash livestock trade early this week. Fed beef steers are at 106 to 117 and a half. Fed beef heifers at 107 to 116. Fed Holstein steers 85 to 96 and a half. Cows are at 43 to 66 and a half. And bulls 50 to 80. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 30 to 31. Sows 30 to 41. And boars 10 to 13. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 120 to 148. And feeder lambs are at 85 to 245. At the Mercantile Exchange Livestock Futures, we've got December live cattle closing 11970. That was up a dollar two. February live cattle one twenty five fifteen up one thirty. April one twenty five twenty two up a dollar five, and June cattle one sixteen thirty two up a dollar. Feeder cattle were also higher. The January contract one forty one ninety seven up two seventy. March one forty two thirty five up two seventy five. April feeders at one forty three seventy five. That was up two sixty five. May at one forty four sixty five up two sixty two. August feeders up 260. Lean hog carcass contracts for December 6102. That was down 20. February hogs 6775 up a dime. April at 7387 up 17. And May at $80 even. That's up 15 cents. Board of Trade continues quiet as uh, this harvest continues to come in. And boy, is it going to get slowed down in some parts of the country where the corn and beans are still out in the field, <laughs> including right here. This morning, December corn's down about a penny at three sixty nine. March corn also down a cent at three seventy nine. December wheat is uh, down three at five twenty seven. December oats down a fraction at three fourteen. March soybeans unchanged at nine oh seven. March meal up forty cents a ton at three oh three ninety. Barrel cheese down went. Uh, barrel cheese went down four and a quarter yesterday at two fourteen and a quarter. The blocks went up four cents to one eighty eight and a quarter. Double A butter down up cent and a half to two oh one. November class three unchanged at twenty thirty six. December up a penny at eighteen seventy nine. January up six at eighteen thirty six. February up two at seventeen seventy seven. March up seven at seventeen forty seven. As those prices were mixed out through twenty twenty. Egg Country Farm Credit Services bring us the early morning markets. Eleven and a half minutes after five. Again, snow on the way. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you gotta see. If you can rock in it, we got it. If you can recline in it, we got it. If you can sleep on it, we got it. Economy Furniture carries the national brands like Best, Catnapper, Therapeutic, and England. We also carry local Wisconsin brands Wolfcraft, Lang, and Ashley. You can shop everyday low prices at Economy Furniture. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. We all might have noticed it's a little bit cool outside this week. I'm Scott Schultz with the Synergy Cooperative Agronomy and Feed Update. Today, visiting with Sarah McHenry, Synergy's Feed Department Sales Manager and Nutritionist. Sarah, what kind of effects does this cold have on calves, nutritionally speaking? And what should we be doing to get calves ready as we start settling into this cold weather? Well, the thing to remember with calves is they don't have a whole lot of fat reserves, so we have to make sure we're trying to keep them as warm as possible. 
if we feel cold, they feel cold. So the first thing is we get jackets on those babies if they're outside and exposed to it. And then we need to start thinking about um, actually increasing the amount or percent solids that we're feeding them to help them kind of weather some of this cold weather. What extra should we be feeding? With calves on milk, I'm specifically looking at just actually feeding them a little more milk replacer. Realistically, as we got into the single digits, we should have probably even been looking at maybe a third feeding if it was possible. But if we were feeding, let's say, 10 ounces before, I encourage to go to 12 um, or even 14 ounces per feeding. That definitely helps them uh, just get some extra calories because they're burning a lot of calories just trying to stay warm. Now, those are the small calves. How about those that are a couple hundred pounds, a little bit bigger, and starting to look at some other feeds besides milk replacer? So then I'm going to make sure that you're feeding enough of a grain mix um, type feed. Definitely want to be seeing them eating five to eight pounds and then not introducing hay to them realistically until they're about, you know, three to four months old, just to make sure that they're getting enough calories coming from that grain mix because that's what they can actually digest. The hay's a little tough for them until they become true ruminants after probably about four months of age. And you mentioned calories. Yep, calories is king. Good grain mix to keep them going i mean they can't realistically when it gets real cold they can't eat enough to stay warm so let's push as much to them as we can to help them keep going and how about fluid yes water if you can have free choice water that would be great and warm water if uh it freezes in the pail what i recommend is after the milk feeding or um, feeding of grain come back with warm water at least you know five to ten minutes after that milk feeding of warm water and that should help them keep going All right, taking care of calves in cold weather. It's a challenge, and it's important. That's Sarah McHenry with a Synergy Cooperative Agronomy and Feed Update. Sarah, the Feed Department Sales Manager and Nutritionist at Synergy Cooperative. I'm Scott Schultz. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. Quarter after five, we got snow on the way, and it looks like lots of it for a good share of the listening area. Down south, probably not so much, but uh, later on today, we'll talk to Kelly Slifkin find out more of the timing. At least I hope we talked to Kelly Slifka this morning and get more of the timing of that. But uh, again, still a lot of crop out in the field, Scott. Yep, as we well know in this neck of the woods, we're still not finished. That's the word on the harvest. According to this week's Crop Rogers report, 16% of the corn and 6% of the soybeans are still in the fields. That's the slowest harvesting process across the country since 2009 when only 68% of the crop was harvested by Thanksgiving week. North Dakota and Michigan are the furthest behind with both under 50% of their corn harvested. Here in Wisconsin, only 57% of the corn for grain has been harvested. That's 22 days behind last year and 18 days behind our average progress. And while farmers have taken 82% of their soybeans off, that's still 18 days behind last year and 25 days behind our five-year average. State farmers have also put up 39, or rather 93% of their fourth crop hay, completed just 39% of their fall tillage, and reported that 69% of their winter wheat has emerged. Top soil moisture is again rated at 
100% adequate to surplus this week, and with the coming snow will be even more adequate going forward. I guess so. Well, what are some of the farmers around the area saying? In Barron County, more seasonal temperatures have the frost coming out of some field, making for some muddy conditions. Grain harvest continues, but it's being hauled to the dryers as moisture continues to be stubborn and falling very slowly. A few soybean fields are left to harvest in Barron County. Russ County, not much change this week. High moisture corn continues with a very small amount of dry corn coming in. Moistures are still high, and it's hard to justify bringing such moistures in for storage. Chippewa, Eau Claire counties, the corn harvest continues with moisture levels higher than normal. Many fields still have moisture content around a 30 to 40 percent. We've been hearing a lot of that. Manure application continues when conditions allow. La Crosse County, still plenty of corn in the fields. Good hiding places for the deer. Some fields have wet spots that will never be harvested. Over in St. Croix County, the corn harvest continues drying as the main holdup. The ground is frozen, so no tillage can be done. Lots of corn stalks for bedding being done. And with all this snow coming in, insulating the ground, I would imagine going to hold that harvest up even more as the snow is on the plants. You don't want that going through the combine. Boy, it's just ugly out there. Man, oh man, oh man. Hopefully it'll get better. Yep. Well, coming up, the cranberry harvest. How about that? We're going to get the latest on that as our Reba from down the southern part of the state talked to Tom Lochner of the cranberry growers here in Wisconsin. So we'll get an update on the beautiful cranberry harvest next on Wax. Premier Livestock at Withy will have a special dairy cattle auction on Wednesday, November 27th at 11 a.m. Hunter Special serving free chili, coffee, and cookies. Complete herd dispersal number one, 185 high quality Holstein parlor freestall dairy cows. Excellent quality 80 pound tank average SEC 150. On test, herd includes 20 high quality Holstein springing heifers. Extensive vaccination program, AI more than 60 years on a 100-year family farm. Dispersal number two, 40 Holstein dairy cows, milked-in stanchions, outside daily homegrown feed, majority bred back, year-round freshening, 20 very high-quality Holstein springing heifers, six high-quality registered Jersey fresh heifers, all fresh 30 days or less, tie stall, more than 50 years of AI breeding, expecting 300 head. Check out their website at premierlivestockandauctions.com or call them at 715-229-2500. Surprise medical bills are bankrupting Americans, but insurers refuse to pay their fair share. Doctors support removing patients from billing disputes. Tell Congress to stand with doctors and patients. Paid for by Dr. Patient Unity. It was a chilly fall all around, and every time I drove past a cranberry marsh, I thought, boy, those folks are gutsy to stand out there in that cold water. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn. The cranberries did get harvested. Those people gutted it out and got her done again, Pam. Yep, they sure did, Scott. Fabulous farm bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn. And just like a lot of our other crops, like corn and soybeans, our cranberry growers did suffer with uh, the erratic weather. That's uh, the word that Reba shares with us this morning. She had a chance to visit with the executive director of the Wisconsin Cranberry Growers. 
We've heard a lot this year about how the harvest is gone in 2019 for a lot of our main crops. But what about some of the other crops that Wisconsin is well known for? I'm thinking about cranberries. And as the holidays approach, of course, they're going to be used in Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners. But how are the 2019 cranberries looking? I talked with Tom Lochner, who's the executive director of the Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers Association, about how the harvest went for cranberries in 2019. Well, this year's harvest was... uh a little little bit of a disappointment for growers in that uh, the uh, actual production here in Wisconsin is down about uh, oh, 15 to 20 percent below what the uh, earlier projections were for the crop. So we'll bring in a crop uh, right now. The numbers are very preliminary, but the expectation is a crop of 470 million pounds of fruit when we were projected to bring in about 520 to 550 million pounds of fruit. So we're, we're off significantly um, from what the projections were. What were some of the factors that would have caused that decrease? Well, it's like everybody else in agriculture, we're dependent upon Mother Nature, and uh, she wasn't too good to us this year. Uh, we had a late start to the spring. It was cold and wet, um, so the earlier varieties um, really never caught up during the growing season. Normally, we can uh, have some time during the season um, that the weather isn't optimal, but eventually when it warms up, the vines catch up. But this year, uh, we had a late spring. It was wet. It was cold. Um, We had pretty good uh, uh, flowering during bloom in June, but then in July and August is when we uh, needed warm weather to get the fruit to size up, and we just didn't get that. As a result, uh, when we came to harvest in September and uh, October, the fruit was smaller than expected. Um, and that impa- that was uh, the main reason for the uh, crop being smaller. Although the, the quality is r- very high this year, um, the the size and number of the fruit are uh, uh, smaller than what we would want for uh, an optimal harvest. You're saying that the quality is really good. What impacts the quality? Is it those same kind of just general weather factors, or are there other things that may play into that? It, it's it's general factors in, in crop development during the year, um, and because we were a little bit cooler, we saw, uh, for instance, less disease and maybe a little less insect pressure. Um, the fruit did get the get a chance to uh, uh, form up during September and October, and uh, what it does is it develops a, a layer uh, of the skin. Um, becomes a a lot firmer and a little bit thicker, and that makes for a better berry. So um, we had the weather, um, I guess, to help us get some good quality, but uh, again, the quantity was off. And for this year's harvest, were you able to harvest at the same time frame you normally do, or did you guys see any issues during harvest itself? Well, I think uh, most growers uh, were delayed a bit. Um, we were waiting for color to come on. Um, the crop was late in, in coloring up, and that's due, again, to weather. We like to see some cool nights um, so that the uh, uh, cold temperatures bring on the, the red color in the fruit. That's how it emerges, along with the, the amount of sunlight that they get or the length of day. And it was uh, a bit warmer in September when we would want them to color up, so some growers had to hold off for a week or two um, um, before they started harvest, but uh, I think generally we finished up in the normal time frame of uh, uh, probably six weeks or so. And were there any varieties overall that maybe handled these cool this cool year overall a little better than others? Um, 
probably not. I think across the board we saw that yields were, were off on uh, all the varieties, whether they were early, mid-season, or late. Um, the majority of the acreage in Wisconsin is in a Stevens variety, and that's probably 50 to 60 percent of the acreage here in the state. Stevens usually perform well from year to year, but this year they're, um, they were just off. Um, and again, the, the fruit size wasn't uh, um, where we needed it to be, and uh, as a result, uh, uh, the poor performance by Stevens this year, uh, we saw a decreased crop. And are you guys in the process of preparing for winter right now? <laughs> yes, we are. Um, I know there might be a grower or two left who's uh, harvesting fresh fruit, and I imagine they're battling some ice this morning and, and all of that. But w- once the crop's brought in, growers start to uh, put uh, prepare for winter by uh, take, cleaning up the irrigation systems and getting them uh, conditioned for winter, um, man, maybe making some uh, adjustments in some of the water control structures. They'll um, begin to take a look at uh, uh, working on some equipment that might need work over the winter time, and they're planning for uh, uh, next season if they're going to take some beds out of production or renovate some beds. They're probably doing that this time of year. But in general, it is, one grower told me the other day that the harvest time is the fun time, but after it gets done, then you have to go back to work. And I think that's what uh, most of the growers are doing, although once uh, deer hunting comes around, I'm sure um, that week will be uh, uh, a week off for most of the people, and then they'll return and get back at it. If I'm not mistaken, sometimes for the winter you'll put like a layer of water in there so that kind of freezes over the plants to kind of insulate them. Are some of the growers looking at starting that already as well? Um, It's a little too warm for that. They'll look for the the weather to be near zero, and usually that comes in later in December um, when they start to put on the winter flood. Um, We'll try to get a layer of 12 to 18 inches of ice. Um, The more the better they they can get on the vines, Um, and then that ice serves as a uh, to protect the vines and the buds on the, the vines over wintertime um, from desiccation by um, some uh, cold weather that we get here. Uh, it serves as an ice mulch, um, essentially. Um, and when we have the ice on, uh, every three to four years, growers will uh, drive out onto the ice with dump trucks and put down a half inch to an inch layer of sand. Um, and that sand settles down on the vines in the spring, and it encourages new root growth and new upright growth. It serves as a, a process to rejuvenate the plant, and it also covers up some of the weed seeds that may be there, some of the insect eggs, and some of the disease and the trash as well. So um, we'll start putting the flood on as soon as it gets to zero. I hope that's a, a little ways away. And then uh, um, once we get that a little bit of a warm up in uh, January, they'll in March, February they'll start putting uh, starts the sanding activities for the winter. And again, that's Tom Lochner with the Wisconsin Cranberry Growers, and uh, you know what it takes to grow cranberries in Wisconsin. And boy, has that changed? We're so far ahead of everybody else as far as cranberries. It's kind of like eggs in Iowa. You know, they that's produce right. a billion eggs a month <laughs> in yeah. Iowa, and everybody else is you know half of that at best. Yep. And it's like cranberries in Wisconsin. We're Massachusetts yep. and Wisconsin used to go head to head. Absolutely. Now we're twice as much uh, cranberry production That's as right. Massachusetts. And what a great marketing job they do, too. Oh, they really do. They really do. And it's fun to be over there in the harvest and the fall harvest, most beautiful harvest when you got those red berries and you got the leaves changing and you got a yep. blue sky. Great stuff. The cranberries in Wisconsin do a 
do a good job, that's for sure. All right, we've got 28 minutes after 5. We'll get some local news, but uh, we want to tell you what's happened at Doomers and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. And again, talk contracting and uh, get your grain in at Buck Country Grain, Arcadia Doomer's Grain Service in Holman. New crop corn price today at those elevators, 336. A new crop soybean price at 833. Again, Buck Country Grain, Arcadia Doomer's Grain Service in Holman. Corn today at 336. The soybeans at 833. And if you want to talk about other contracts as well, They'll be very happy to visit with you down there. I don't. I don't think they're going to get a lot of snow down around Arcadia the way it looks. Yeah, I, but I uh, they've gotten plenty of rain over the last while. That's for sure. Now let's take a look at some of the local news, Scott. What's going on before we get to Kelly and the weather? Police in Kadat say a local man was drinking when he accidentally shot himself over the weekend. Police say Richard. Can you Jones, imagine that? Yeah, imagine <laughs> that. He died from an apparent accidental self-inflicted gunshot wound. Kadat's police chief says Lujan and another man were playing with a gun when Lujan pulled the trigger. The lawsuit over who will be removed from voter rolls across the state of Wisconsin could be growing. The League of Wisconsin of Women Voters yesterday asked a judge in Ozaukee County to join the case. The question before the court is when can the state remove someone from the voting system? Current law says the state must remove people within 30 days after a move, but the league says some of the people who were removed from the voting list last year simply hadn't voted in a while. Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty says Wisconsin must clean up its voter rolls in order to make sure that only people who are, are eligible to vote do vote. A 29-year-old Fall Creek woman is healing after a hunting accident. On Saturday, the Buffalo County Sheriff's Communications Center received a 911 call from Kayla Lindner, who stated she fell from her hunting blind and believed that she broke a leg into wrist. On arrival, Buffalo County deputies were able to locate Lindner near an open field approximately 15 feet from her blind. Lintner stated she could not get the door open on her blind. When it did open, she lost her balance and fell. She fell approximately 24 feet and was taken by ambulance to a hospital. They should make seat belts mandatory in those tree stands. Well, actually, I think this was a Taj Mahal one with a door and everything, and uh, the well, door yeah, stuck. But, so, yeah, yeah, but yeah. wow, that's those things are dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources has identified the shooter who wounded a hunter uh, in Washburn County over the weekend. The DNR says a 31-year-old man was shot Sunday morning in Minong Township and treated without surgery. The shooter's name isn't being released during the investigation. More members of Wisconsin's National Guard's Red Arrow Infantry Group are back on American soil. 
The group says about 200 troops returned from Afghanistan over the weekend. They joined 200 or so other troops from the 2nd Battalion, 127th Infantry, that arrived home earlier in the month. All of those troops will spend some time in Fort Bliss in Texas until they're sent back home to Wisconsin. And on that note, Bob, there's one thing that always comes to mind this time of year where troops are concerned all over the country, all Mm -hmm. over the world. Uh, I, I love how... We give the attention to, like, the National Guard units when they come and go from our communities. That's so important and so much better than it was 40 years ago. But we also can't forget those active-duty individuals who are out there, like, say, your son. Yeah, my Uh, son was traveling yesterday. He came all the way from the West Coast, came came home yesterday, so I'm going to get a chance to spend some time Uh, with him. Yeah, we've got to remember your neighbors, anyway, who have active-duty personnel out there somewhere in the world yeah and they don't uh, you know they 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 discourage them from traveling with uniforms on yep. they want to travel civilian clothes yep. just because all it takes is one nut to create an issue out there and so the military hierarchy has been pretty proactive and you know yep. especially international travel absolutely travel, don't travel in uniform is uh, what they want internationally it's usually not such a big deal but uh Again, there have been issues where, you know, Absolutely. some people take offense at a uniform. So hopefully everybody, yeah, the military, uh, give them a break when you, when you see them. And they do, airlines treat them pretty good. They let them board the plane first and, you know, do some of those sorts of things. So it's, yeah. uh, it's kind of nice. I did have a, a stewardess one time, a, a flight attendant, pour a Diet Coke on my lap. I don't know what that was about. I... <laughs> <laughs> Must have been what, your seventh or eighth one? And she said, you, you got enough yet? Maybe she was giving me a clue. I don't know if the military gets any better airline food than the rest of no. us. But, uh, man, oh, man, it is uh, it is the season when military will be traveling. So, again, just uh, say thanks if you see them. They appreciate that. Don't, uh, don't gush all over them and things like that. But just, you know, thanks for your service. Goes a long way. Absolutely. Well, we've got snow in the forecast, and we're going to find out all about that. Kelly Slifka is over at uh, Skywarn 13. I don't know if he's got his shovel in hand yet or not. <laughs> not yet. But not yet. But it won't be long. I'm going to get out of the way here and let you explain where the snow is going to fall and how much and what we got to look forward to when it's going to start. So go for it, my man. Well, we've got everything coming out of our way, so it's, it's a little bit difficult to get all this in, but uh, it's going to be a storm system that's going to be affecting us about 12 hours from now or so, especially areas to the south. It's coming in out of Colorado, the storm, and it looks like it's going to take a track right across southern Wisconsin. And typically when it does take that track, northwestern Wisconsin sees the brunt of the snow, the heavier snow. Now, the rain snow line's the key. Right now, that rain snow line will be very close to La Crosse, up through about just to the east of Eau Claire, and then up toward uh, the northeast of there. So just to the northwest of that, that's usually where the heaviest snow falls. And we're talking about widespread in the Eau Claire area of 6 to 9 inches. It'll taper off quickly where they see a little bit more rain just to the south and east of that rain snow line. So if you're traveling southeastward, uh, conditions won't be as bad as far as the road conditions. It'll be raining, but it'll be mainly rain. In the Eau Claire area, though, I'm expecting primarily snow areas to the west, 
primarily snow. And this is going to be impacting all the way to Minneapolis, even just to the uh, south of Superior, expecting some of that snow. So uh, much of northwestern Wisconsin really going to be seeing this. Once again, it won't be starting until after dark tonight, mainly down to our south, spreading in the Eau Claire area, probably 7, 8 o'clock, starting to see that snow, and then it will pick up in intensity. So you got about 12 more hours uh, to get out and uh, finish up your uh, holiday uh, activities that you need to get down, or maybe you need to rake the leaves or put some Christmas lights on, because all weekend... We are expecting kind of sloppy weather. Thanksgiving Day looks to be the nicest day, but we have another system on the heels that will bring us a mixed bag of uh, precipitation, it looks like, for both uh, Friday and Saturday, maybe even lingering into Sunday. So we've got kind of a sloppy weekend ahead of us. Otherwise, just cloudy skies out there today. We may, might start to see some of these flurries develop late in the afternoon after dark, uh, looking at breezy conditions developing as well. Temperatures pretty much holding steady now. Tonight, the uh, snow will be spreading in from the uh, south. It will become heavy at times, and once again, there will be that rain-snow line just to the uh, south and east of Eau Claire. Uh, temperature tonight dropping down to about 31. The winds will kick in as well out of the northeast up there at 15 to 25, and that'll cause uh, blowing uh, snow, especially on some of those open roads. That snow should taper in the morning. Once again, 6 to 9 inches expected in the Eau Claire area, much lighter amounts to the south and east where it's mainly rain. Uh, that should taper off in the morning, just some flurries in the afternoon. It will be windy, though, high only of 33 tomorrow. Right now, like I had mentioned, th- uh, Thanksgiving Day looks pretty nice, partly cloudy, temperatures in the 30s. Once again, we got another sloppy storm system Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, kind of bringing us a mixed bag of precipitation with temperatures in the 30s. Right now in Eau Claire, we're at 37, but it feels like 30. I'm a Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Kelly Slifka. So six to nine inches around here. Is that going to be the biggest totals, or are there some areas you can see more? I could see up uh, toward, uh, I would say, toward um, uh, east of Rice Lake. Might be talking about a little bit more than that. Once you get into the UP of Michigan, north, uh, north central Wisconsin, UP of Michigan, we're talking maybe a foot. There could be a foot and a half starting to develop, especially with that lake effect snow developing up there. Wow, unreal. All right, thanks, Kelly. You bet. All right, so if you're going to the Upper Peninsula, if you're nutty enough to go to the Upper Peninsula, a foot to a foot and a half, I can't imagine anybody wanting to go to the Upper Peninsula for Thanksgiving. Can you? I might be able to name somebody who will. (laughs) I'm looking at him. Wow. I have to tell you, though, in a place like Ontonagon, Michigan, on the South Shore, they call a foot and a half of snow Tuesday. That's just the way it is. Every day is. <laughs> but you got to get there. Well, you have to get there. Yeah. That's the clue. So anyway, Take your time. Yeah, That's depending good. on where you're going, it's going to get white pretty much. So, uh, again, thanks, Kelly. Kelly Slifka over at Skyhorn 13 with our weather forecast. And we're about uh, 22 minutes now. Before 6 o'clock here at Wax. I knew it would change sometime, but I didn't know when. Our special Rick Moore new Ford F-150 truck lease has gone up from $199 a month to $209 a month. It's still the best lease within 1,300 miles. I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. And I'm Kina. Now until December 31st, or until they are all gone, you can lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 XLT truck for just $209 a month. 10% down plus tax title license, 24-month lease. 10,500 miles per year. Zero security deposit, plus you get a lifetime powertrain warranty. It's a truck on steroids. It drives like warm butter. It'll tow anything, but it'll feel like you're towing nothing. This truck cab is so roomy and quiet, oh, Rick meditates in it. This new Ford F-150 XLT truck lease for only $209 a month expires December 31st, 2019. We are across from the new Fleet Farm, corner of I-94 and Highway 93, Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, where you can't can't buy the wrong vehicle. And you can't pay too much. In central Wisconsin, if you're looking for a farm input provider, 
Marathon Feed and Grain is one place to look, and Angela Schmeiser is with us this morning. And Angela, tell me about Marathon Feed and Grain. What kind of products and services do you provide, and how large an area do you cover? Yeah, good morning, Bob. Uh, Marathon Feed and Grain is right out of Marathon City, so kind of in the Awasa area there. And you look at Awasa, we are probably within a 50-mile radius into Wittenberg, Burnhamwood, Anago, over into Medford, down into uh, Greenwood, Stratford, uh, Mosinee, Rossholt, pretty much, like I said, that whole area uh, surrounding Wasa there. On a product side of things, we are a feed and agronomy division, so any kind of feed, whether it's a goat, chicken, cows, pigs, uh, dog, cat, we, we have that kind of feed. We carry round bale feeders, metal gates, Apache feeders. On the agronomy side of things, there's bulk uh, fertilizers, there's baked fertilizer. We have a soil sampling service that we offer, nutrient management plans, liquid fertilizer, and seed as well. No, as far as seed, the last few years, you've been carrying the Alpha Rex alfalfa varieties. How many years have you been doing that, and what kind of feedback have you gotten from the farmers who have planted that? Right, yeah, we're going into our third year here with Alpha Rex seed, and it is uh, great on what we're seeing. We have a lot of people that say they're looking for high tonnage. Well, Alpha Rex has a uh, specific hybrids that are yielding high tons. They're growing at at least two centimeters of growth per day. They have their Hygest brand, which is improved digestibility with the lower lignin of the alfalfa itself. So the cow is digesting that better, and in turn, we're getting more milk out of those cattle. And plenty of Alpharex seed available for 2020. Yep, yep. Alfalfa, grass seeds, they carry it all, and we carry it all as well. So the supply right now is looking very good. So for your feed needs and your inputs for your farm operation, Think Marathon Feed and Grain, Angela Schmeiser with us again, a dealer for Alpharex. And we're going to get to markets this morning as uh, we're approaching 18 minutes before 6 o'clock. But before we do that, Scott, we've got uh, some more news in the world of agriculture. What else is going on? Both sides of the ongoing trade talks between the U.S. and China say they want a a complete phase one trade deal before the end of the year, but they just can't figure out how to finish that deal. Chinese officials say they want a deal, but they also won't be afraid to retaliate against the U.S. if a deal isn't equitable for both sides. The Chinese want tariffs dropped on billions of dollars worth of their goods, while the U.S. wants the Chinese to move on intellectual property, technology transfers, and agricultural purposes. The latest name to get involved in the talks was former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, who met with Chinese officials last Friday. I got to admit, I didn't know he was still alive. I'm glad to see he is because he's quite a... Remember the story of when he was in central Wisconsin here years and years ago, and they broke down, and some guy in a pickup picked him up along the side of the road, and uh, he and his uh, staff got in the guy's pickup and... It took yeah. him someplace while the car was getting, while his limo yeah. or whatever was getting fixed. That was years ago. Yeah, you probably can do a Henry Kissinger uh, routine there, can't <laughs> well, you? Well, we almost can. I think we probably could. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else going on? Producers and landowners in every county should be sending back their ballots for this year's county committee elections. Every year, one-third of the county votes for new members who then serve three-year terms on that committee. The deadline to return those ballots is December 2nd to county farm service agency offices. 
And dairy farmers still trying to decide if they want to take part in that dairy margin protection program for 2020 still have about three weeks to decide. The, de- the deadline to enroll in the program for next year is December 13th at county FSA offices. In 2019, the program paid out more than $300 million to dairy producers. But no guarantee that's what the payments will be next year. It's a formula that has a price and the, you know feed costs and whatever the margins will be. So there's no guarantee. All right, we've got 16 minutes. we got to get to before 6 o'clock. We've got to get to markets. Markets this morning... The farm markets are being brought to you by McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. You want assurance that your home, farm, and family has the coverage and protection it needs to get through whatever life sends its way. McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance offers insurance for your farm, home, seasonal, and now your local mutual insurance leader for service and stability offers coverage for your auto. McMillan Warner has been protecting your property for over 120 years, and now you can get that same peace of mind coverage with your auto insurance. To find out more, go to McMillan warner.com and search for an agent near you 37 degrees here at wax 104.5 as we continue the morning chores casey has the latest news from the equity baron barn just a reminder we will not be accepting calves wednesday november 27th for today's sale call cows we topped out at 56 with the top 20 percent selling from 46 to 53 60 sold from 25 to 44 and the bottom 20% was selling from 20 and down. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from 35 to 85. We topped out at 95. Light and poor quality calves went from 30 and down. Chippewa Valley HelpWanted.com salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, what does collate mean? Oh, hey, Dave. I think it means to flush. Oh, thanks, Dave. Well, better start collating the boss's sales pitch. We believe local businesses should be packed with more local employees of the month and fewer Daves. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. Chippewa Valley HelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. Dave is a common name used in a comical way. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. This is Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. Sarah was looking for a job, but wanted to stay local. That's right. First, she built a giant satellite, then launched it into space to send a signal transmitting her resume. This did not lend Sarah a job, but it did start a war with the Zarkon Nebula. I went too far. Yes, Sarah went too far. But you don't have to go too far to go far. Chippewa Valley Help Wanted.com only posts local jobs, so employers are way more likely to respond to your application and offer you a job. Chippewa Valley Help Wanted.com. Local jobs that work. 14 minutes before 6 at Wax 104.5. Rod Knutson has the latest from the Equity Sparta Barn. The slaughter come mark of the day steady with 20% of the cows at 45 to 55, 60% of the cows at 30 to 45, and 20% of the cows at 30 and down. Slaughterable market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls at 60 to 76. We topped that 80 with your canner lightweight utility bulls at 60 and down. Fed cattle market on a steady to weak tone to start out the week with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers $1.10 to $1.15. Select the choice beef steers and heifers $1 to $1.10. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers at 90 to 95. Your choice overnight Holstein steers 85 to 90. Your choice Holstein steers 80 to 85 with your standard select steers and heifers at 80 and down. Replacement calf market steady at the top Holstein bull cans at 30 to 70. Choice Holstein heifer cans at 10 to 30. And a good beef type can at a dollar to a dollar seventy a pound, and on the, just reminder, we will be having a sale this Wednesday, November twenty seventh. We will be selling slaughter cows, bulls, 
and fed cattle. We uh, ask that you don't bring any calves because there will be not much of a market for the calves, but we will be selling the uh, slaughter cows, bulls, and the fed cattle on Wednesday. Thank you very much, Rod, down there at the Sparta Barn. Let's go to the Equity Stratford sale barn on this Tuesday morning. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Bob, and a very good morning to you. And, well, I guess the uh, big story is the weather or whatever, but uh, uh, it, it's kind of changing. So 12 hours from now or 24 hours from now, we'll see how accurate the forecasting is. But it's, uh, I think right here in Marathon County, south-central Marathon County, where I am here, uh, we kind of could be on the line between mm-hmm. snow and sleet and uh, all yeah, kinds of good stuff. Yeah, you could be right there on the line where it's going across. So we'll wait and see what happens. But that's uh, about 12, 14 hours from now before that gets uh, intense. But uh, what about the market here so far? We're working on the second day of the week already. What's going on in Stratford? All right, Bob. Thank you. And good morning, everyone. A summary from uh, yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. And uh, we'll start with the cow market yesterday. Uh, cows continue to be on a weak tone. Uh, especially the uh, cannon cutter cows, a weaker market on those yesterday. Your uh, flesher utility cows yesterday were selling from 44 to 54, and the cow market topped out yesterday at 55 and a half. As I mentioned, a weaker market on the cannon cutters, and most of those cows were selling from 28 to 52. Thinner planer cows, $28 and below. On the bull trade yesterday, your better quality bulls were selling mostly from uh, 60 to 72. Lighter weight bulls, 55 and below. The calf market replacement Holstein bull calves, uh, 40 to 110 with a top at 125. Replacement Holstein heifer calves, very limited demand, $20 and below. And the beef calves, they are selling from 100 to 220 with a top at 255 on the beef calves. Now, today, uh, Tuesday, the sale will start this morning at 11 o'clock. We will sell market cattle today and uh, no dairy cattle today. Our next dairy sale will be next Tuesday. And uh, just a reminder, tomorrow, Wednesday, we will have the uh, market auction tomorrow again. Uh, that will start at 11 o'clock, a delayed start tomorrow. And, again, I guess that's going to be kind of up to the weather. Uh, we'll see what transpires tomorrow on that. But right now, a sale is scheduled for tomorrow, market cattle, fat cattle, and bulls only. No feeder cattle or baby calves tomorrow. So keep that in mind, folks. And, uh, again, uh, that will be 11 o'clock start time tomorrow. So that's about all we have from this morning, Bob. Uh, again, uh, kind of an abbreviated market week here, but all this information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page or our phone number, 715-687-4101. So we'll kind of see how the weather plays out today, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. But I guess uh, kind of going to depend upon where you're at. That's exactly right. Up north, it could be a foot. Around here, about six to nine inches. Down south of Black River, not so much. But uh, We'll wait and see. It's moved before. Have a good one, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. I'm good, Bob. Enjoy the day. We will. There he goes. That's Mr. Fitzgerald over there at Stratford. Sure start to Culex. Classic. More than 100 crop protection products. And serve. Ever Preax and List Duo. That's what's available through the True Choice offer from Corteva AgriScience. Approach Prima. Sonic. It's an offer simpler than saying all these names in 60 seconds. Trivance, Realm Q. Just make a qualifying Pioneer brand product purchase, and Corteva Cash is put into your True Choice account at your crop protection retailer. No waiting, no rebate. 
then you can put that Corteva cash towards more than 100 crop protection herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, and stabilizers. And as you can hear, there are a lot of options for you. Open sky, Elevore. With the True Choice offer, the only hard part is figuring out which of these products you want. Perfect match. Resicor Instinct. Ask your local Pioneer sales representative or your crop protection retailer about the True Choice offer. More choices, more savings. More markets on this Tuesday morning as we head over to Treen Livestock in Port. And Michelle joins us. Good morning, Michelle. How are you doing? Not too bad. How about yourself? Well, can you top this one? 15-year-old Emma Mosley from Nielsville, 17-pointer on opening morning. Wouldn't that be something to have walk by? You know what? I think it's awesome because she's young. Yep. And she's a, and it's a girl. I was going to say <laughs> all those all those macho guys that are going to be showing up for school. You know, and they're orange. And all she has to do is show them the picture. How do you like this, fellas? Yeah, right. Uh, hey, I'll take you on a date. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> did did you uh, did you see anything? How'd you do? I saw uh, I saw two does and a spiker. Which again, you know, I listen to my men in my family who say, "Oh, just wait, there's so many more coming. No, don't shoot it." <laughs> I, I get screwed almost every year when I do this, oh, but that's okay. Oh. But but yet my family, but yet my family all got something. So that's oh, good. Oh man, but well at least my you one got son got an eleven pointer. Wow, yeah, everybody's got good something. Deal. Well, yeah. that's good. You going back yeah. out again when the snow falls? I am going to go back out because good. I have to. I have to fill my tag. So. Well, that's good. I hope you get it filled <laughs> right away. I don't know how much snow you're going to get around Thorpe, though. It, uh, we'll see. I don't know. I just. It's, <laughs> yeah. You're so excited when winter comes. I just you love know, your enthusiasm. Here's, here's the thing. I don't mind. No, first of all, I hate when it comes in large amounts right away, like you yeah. know the the seven to nine. Yeah. But here's the part that I don't like about winter at all: blowing snow, windy, 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 windy. When I hear windy and blowing oh, snow, no. I don't. Ah! You're gonna have to turn the thermostat up in your deer stand to about seventy degrees to keep warm. I know, and you know what? I hardly used it at all this last weekend. Really? I mean, it was just. Oh, it was so warm. I it know, was it nice. Was, yeah, it was a nice weekend. There. Well, good luck in the rest of the hunt. Thanks. You got anything else to tell us? Oh, do you want the market report? <laughs> that might be what we're after. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Bob. Playing up the sale from Monday, November 25th at Tree and Stock Market in the Slavs Market. We tapped at 55 and a half with a consignment by Schmidt Family Farm Enterprises of Bruce. 80% of the cows sit from 30 and above. Market cows were 46 to 55, low yielding cows 33 to 45, thin and weak cows 30 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market Choice and Prime, 80 to 89, selects were 75 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice 86 to 103. Selects were 82 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 60 to 72, with the utilities at 56 and down. In the real pigs and calf market, good quality Holstein bull cows sold from $25 to $85 per head. We kept at 87 with the consignment by B&B Farms at Greenwood. Lighter and lower quality calves, $20 per head and down. Holstein heifer cows were 10 to $45 per head. Beef calves, 80 to 190 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 22 to 42 and a half. Fours were 15 and down. We will be closed tomorrow, the 27th. Our next sale will be December 2nd, 
If you have a question or you'd like an on-farm visit, give us a call for market at 715-669-7127. And just a note, we will have direct marketing. So if you want direct, give us a call at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the picture and livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. You too. Who's going to answer the phone the rest of the week? You're off. I'll be here. <laughs> I actually have my granddaughter today, so I'm oh, looking good from for home. you. Well, that's good. I You'll know. enjoy it. I'm while, excited. While yeah. her dad can go back hunting, huh? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> that's not a bad deal. Hey, Michelle, you have a great Thanksgiving. You too. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over Treen Livestock in Thorpe. Join the best-selling Jeep SUV brand during the Black Friday sales event with Employee Pricing Plus at Gross Motors in Nielsville. Yes, that's right. Employee Pricing for All with added bonuses on select 2019 Jeep Grand Cherokees, Compasses, Cherokees, and Renegades. Up to $4,800 below MSRP plus bonus cash on select 2019 Jeep Cherokee models. The Black Friday sales event is on all month at Gross Motors in Nielsville, 404 East Division Street, your Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer, or online, grossauto.com. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. 37 degrees as we head toward the milk house with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Pat Mikla has the latest from the Zambroda barn. We have beef steers, 2 to 450 pounds, bringing 30 to $1.57.50, 450 to 650 pounds, 7250 to $1.54, 650 to 850 pounds, brought 80 to $1.34. Beef heifers, 2 to 450 pounds, 25 to $1.45 with the 450 to 650 pound heifers, from 65 to $1.52.50, 650 to 850 pounds, brought 70 to $1.21. And in the fed cattle division, beef steers topped a dollar six to a dollar seventeen fifty, with the beef heifers at a dollar seven to a dollar sixteen. We had dairy steers from eighty-five to ninety-six fifty, with the dairy cross steers eighty-five to a dollar ten. Market cows brought mostly forty-three to sixty-six fifty. Market bulls ranged fifty to eighty. And at last Wednesday's hog auction, market hogs were at 30 to 31, lightweight sows 30 to 35, heavy sows 36 to 41, and all-weight boars brought 12 to 13. In the sheep and lamb division, market lambs, the shorn and the unshorn, were at $1.20 to $1.48, 50 to 90-pound feeder lambs, 85 to 245 with the slaughter used utility and goods, bringing from 55 to 85. Thank you, Pat. On the Board of Trade, as we look at the rest of our markets, brought to you by Synergy Co-op. December corn is about a penny lower this morning at 369. March also down a cent at 379. December oats, 314. December wheat down three at 527. March soybeans unchanged 907. March meal up 40 cents a ton at 303.90. Country elevator prices on the DTN screen. Add Golden Plump today. Corn is at 339. At Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, corn is also at 339. The soybeans 816. Osseo 344 and 816. Stevens Point, corn 361. 
Beans at 803 and at Elk Mound, no price on the corn, 823 on the beans. Sparta, 336 and 814, and over by the river at Ellsworth, corn is 331, beans 816. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville, 346, Stanley, 349, New Richmond, 344. Barrel cheese down four and a quarter at 214 and a quarter. The block's up four yesterday at 188 and a quarter. Butter down a cent and a half at 201. November class three milk unchanged at 2036. December up one at 1879. January up six at 1836. February up two at 1777. March up seven at 1747. Prices mixed through 2020. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. 37 degrees and snow on the way. Oh, probably, what, 4 or 5 o'clock tonight, this afternoon. We're going to start getting snow. Could pile up to about 6 to 9 inches around here. A little more to the north up by Ladysmith. A little less to the south, south of Black River and across that line. So if you're traveling, be careful, won't you?